Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. This week, Voices.com is pleased to present Penny Abshire. Hi, I'm Penny Abshire, creative director of voiceacting.com and co-founder of Voice, the voiceover international creative experience. I'm so honored to have been asked by Voices.com to be one of the contributors to the voiceover expert podcast. It's such a terrific idea. We as voice actors are called upon every day to create characters almost immediately for the different scripts and jobs that we get. It can be challenging at times because there's usually not enough time to create a believable character on the spot. So today I'd like to share some techniques with you that work well for me. When I work with students, I often refer to the characters I keep in my pocket. They're my core characters. They're the ones that I go to first. Whenever I get any kind of a script, these 10 ladies come out of the pocket and they audition first. When I find the voice that I like the best, then she's the one that actually does the final audition. During this podcast, I'll introduce you to just a few of these ladies, and I'll give you some ideas of how you can discover and develop your own core characters. It's a little like playing Mr. Potato Head, if any of you remember that game. It was a potato that you basically changed the hats, the ears, the eyes, the lips, and the nose on to make different characters. So that's pretty much what I'm doing with these. I have my core characters, they're my potato, and then I change them just slightly with different attitudes, with a different pitch in my voice, and make them into something a little bit different. The first one that I use, and and she's one of my favorites, is Marjorie Finkel. Now, Marjorie is my Jewish mother. She is very loud, very obnoxious, has a real good heart, too, but she is kind of over the top. She doesn't get much commercial work, and you can probably figure out why when I give you an example of her voice. I can take the same energy that Marjorie has, and I can turn her into my soccer mom. That's Debbie Delaney. Now, you all know a soccer mom. They're pretty, mm, what shall I say, energetic and a little obnoxious as well. But for Debbie, I don't want an accent. She's going to have basically the same voice placement, and I'll keep Marjorie's energy, but I'll take out the accent, dress her in sweats, give her a blonde ponytail, and put her at a sporting event, and voila, I've got a whole new character that I can use. Hello, this is Marjorie Finkel. Thank you very much. Uh, I have been asked today to give you an example of my voice. This is where my placement is. Uh, If I wanted to become Debbie Delaney, I keep the energy, but I take out the accent. I put a big smile on my face, and here I am, Debbie Delaney, soccer mom. Now, Debbie Delaney gets lots of work. She can be a young mom, a concerned parent, a gal on the street, news reporter, a kindergarten teacher, or many others by adjusting her energy, attitude, and doing some other vocal characteristic changes. Another favorite of mine is Emily Fernwood. She's my librarian. She has a higher pitch to her voice than Marjorie or Debbie. It's a softer tone. It's more subdued attitude. One of the things that makes Emily very interesting is she's quite a nervous character. Emily also gets lots of work. 
The reason that she does is that she's a believable character. We all know somebody like Emily. But she can also be morphed into many other characters as well, into an older lady, a mean old lady, or a kindly old lady, a child, an elf, a squirrel, a mouse. Any high-pitched character will work with Emily with simply a change of attitude. Um, hello. My name is Emily Fernwood, and I work at the library because I really enjoy books. They're very nice. Uh, I have been asked today to, to show you what I could do with my voice. Now, I'm staying at the same picture, but if I wanted to be a little old lady, I just kind of change my physicalization, and I, I slow down, and, and now I'm a, a very nice little old lady. Thank you for coming. I appreciate the, the the visitors. Uh, but if I wanted to give her, maybe she's a mean old lady, then I'd just change my attitude and, and change my voice placement a little bit and, and get off my lawn. As a voice actor, creating your own stable of characters is invaluable because you'll be called upon to create believable, compelling characters for every script you work on. Remember, it's never really you doing the script. It's always the character that you've developed. The more real you make your core characters, the easier it is to play Mr. Potato Head. But instead of giving him new eyes or ears or hat or mouth, you give him a different voice placement, a background, a different attitude, a physicalization, a different body posture, even a different name. The possibilities are limitless. Now, where do you find characters? I'll tell you where I find mine. I go hang out at the mall. Yeah, I really like to shop, but I usually go to the mall to listen for characters. Just sit on a bench and listen. Listen to people as they walk by, the conversations that they're having. You don't necessarily have to eavesdrop, but listen to the way they form their words and the way they're communicating. Airports are another good place, or a store, or any sporting event. I found Marjorie on an airplane, Emily, interestingly, at the library, and Debbie at a soccer game. You can also get ideas for characters from TV and radio. Try doing impersonations of your favorite characters. If you have a favorite sitcom character, try doing that voice. It might not come out exactly the same, but it could give you a very interesting starter voice. By starter characters, I'm referring to a term that Pat Fraley uses in his classes. You start with a character, a core character in this case, and you develop them by giving them different attitudes. It's the whole Mr. Potato thing. It's so much easier when you have these characters in your pocket because when an audition comes in, you don't have to start from scratch. You're not reinventing the wheel every time you do a script. I just pull my characters out of my pocket and I let them do the work for me. A very good friend of mine and an amazing voice actor, Wally Wingert, said, I used to have voices in my head. Then I just got them all jobs. <laughs> so start listening to the voices and characters around you. Through experimentation, pitch, mouthwork, attitude, change them up a little bit, make them uniquely yours. Then put them in your pocket, pull them out when you need them, and let them start working for you. They'll fast become your very best friends. Thanks for listening. It's been a real pleasure. Until we meet again, be safe, be well, and always stay in character. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. 
If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today.